I think we're live now. Good afternoon. Nearly said good morning. It is the morning chat, but in the afternoon. Busy day today. Early morning start with sessions. Chippenham, Marlborough, devices outside. Um, one-to-ones, kickstarts, just getting started on our next kickstart. 28-day kickstart. If you want more information, by the way, just comment below with kickstart and we'll get the details. So I just wanted to share this today because, you know, a lot of people talk about weight loss a lot. A lot of people talk about that number being the be-all and end-all. Forgetting that often, like a lot of the, our clients often going through um, changes, whether it's menopause, perimenopause, uh, but also changes, transition in life, whether that's looking after um, parents now, you know, kids may be you know, more independent, but now it's like turning to the parents. And there's a lot of different responsibilities and coming in. And I wanted to share some information from a recent paper that I've been reading in my spare time. Sometimes I sometimes question my own. Why do I find this so interesting? Anyway, it's sarcopenia in menopausal women and a kind of a perspective, current perspective, current research, a new study that's just come out um, June the 23rd. So very fresh out. Um, really excited to get the full text and delve into it. So um, and what it shows. So if you don't know what sarcopenia is, this is essentially muscle loss with age. OK, hey, Linda. Hey, Michelle. So men- menopausal women generally increase uh, or observe that muscle loss and sarcopenia in menopausal women seems to be t- tends to be more uh, prevalent than say men um, or women not in perimenopause premenopause and we find in general though that you know i'm just listening to some of the studies here like from the age of 30 muscle mass decreases by around three percent to eight percent per 10 years per decade and when you get to 60 this increases further um, and it's like 1% a year. Okay, so this is in general then, this is observations and observations based on our current lifestyles on average. Obviously, there's things that we can do and obviously in terms of menopause, decrease of estrogens, progesterone and obviously testosterone, um, also DHEA, which um, you might have heard a lot about as well. Um but I won't go into that too much, but more so um, what we can do, and what the, the study suggests that we can do here, because I'm always for action here. Now, if we if we look at this and what it shows is that protein intake is often lowered, they, they, they observe it. And people say that they're hungrier generally um, in going through menopause. However, what's really interesting is in the study, it shows that protein decreases across the menopausal transition. So people tended to actually eat less at times, but they often moved less. Um, whether that's because of the symptoms of, no one really knows, like the decrease in physical activity. Um, and then you've got the protein intake over time. So people like around 25% were consuming less than the recommended daily allowance, which is really low, like 0.8 grams per kilogram uh, body weight a day of protein which isn't a lot and we know that this is key in terms of offsetting sarcopenia which is muscle loss with age and obviously if you're losing muscle um, at a faster rate this puts us at risk of disease loss of independence you know and regardless of what the scale says, sometimes you know this is key stuff like this is about quality of life which as we know from research can actually offset weight in a lot of cases like if you're if you have the ability to be fit be strong say yes to things play with grandkids like go for walks hikes be able to to feel comfortable that not 
Now, some of the people say, you know, I always go through in our kickstarts. I've just had one a minute ago with someone starting on their kickstart. We've just been through um, this book here. And in some of their whys, you know, we always ask why like three times. Like, why Why do you want to do this? Because I want to lose weight. Why? Because I want to get fitter and I want to be able to fit into my clothes. I want to feel more confident. I want to be able to play with my grandkids, get up and down from the floor. If I, Okay, what happens five years from now if you don't get a handle on this? Well, I've seen what happens in my parents. All of these things. We can go into this quite deep. And you get a lot of reasons why on here. Quite often, that number on the scales doesn't come up again. And this is an important thing to remember because that number on the scales is almost just a front to the things that we really want. But actually, the things we really want, we can sometimes achieve them regardless of what the scales is. Because often what that scale says puts us off actually doing the things that we know we need to do. Tangent. But I thought that was relevant. Um, so what does the, the evidence say on here? So in terms of what we can do, well, they find that menopause is associated from a nutritional perspective with um, sarcopenia and obesity and uh, protein intake, vitamin D and omega-3 may prevent or at least decrease, attenuate these age-related alterations in muscle especially in postmenopausal women. So that's omega-3, vitamin D, and optimal protein intake being the key three. So if you think from your diet, can you get protein in every meal? Make that actionable. Number two, can you get your vitamin D in, whether that's sunlight or taking a vitamin D supplement? Omega-3, are you having oily fish in your diet? If not, can you supplement with oily fish, omega-3? Can you supplement with that or an algae if you're vegan? Can you get that in there? There's three things there that we can just apply straight away. And of course, from this as well, from a physical activity point of view, we know that bone density, um, I've talked about this before, osteoporosis, bone health, risk of fractures, hip fractures, which we know some horrendous um, stats on that around kind of mortality and morbidity um, around that. But we know that resistance exercise in particular can have a real beneficial effect on that, more so than anything else. Um, so I hope that helps today and there's, there's some actionable things that you can go and apply on that. Any questions on that, just let me know. Anyway, I'm off to get ready for our one minute workout before some resistance exercise commences tonight. Um, any questions as always, just let me know. Have an awesome uh, Tuesday to check and I'll see you later.